Everybody, welcome to the Notes and Goats podcast. I am Brandon, and I'm Steve. And guys, it's it's Friday. It's a Friday episode. Um, April in April. Uh, apparently, you know, baseball's back. Uh, it's, it's probably still fucking snowing though. Probably. I uh, at time at time of recording, Steve, at eight oh five on Thursday, March twenty fourth. I'm seeing people on Facebook saying that it's snowing places. It did snow on the on the um, Lake Michigan coast of, of Michigan here. So more West and, Michigan from us, but it did snow there. Right. Fantastic. Uh, no. It's it's great. That's what happened. I don't know. Uh, it was 60 like four days ago. It was. It's it, it's Michigan spring for you. So, yeah. Love it. Right. So, Steve, uh, Fridays, we, we bring in guests. Yeah. Uh, and today, you know, this guest, which is why I introed the pod. So, Steve, yeah, who are we talking to today? So, today we're talking to a, a friend. I've known her for quite a while now. Man, it's probably been, what, 15 years? Something? Yeah, something like that. 15, I don't know, a long time. Since our, our younger brothers were in high school together, that's how we kind of met. Um, so, today we're you, talking to yeah, Rick. You think but, Noah's younger than me? He's older than you? Oh, I shit the bed on that one already. Damn it. I'm going to keep thought, that in the podcast so that he hears it. To Noah. Man. She's going to quit. Damn it. All right. So, guys, this is now just house. a two-person episode. Now we decided <laughs> to leave. Just kidding. Damn it. Well, I got to give him shit when he's on the podcast now. I thought. I, I, I didn't know I didn't know how close you guys were. Okay. So, she is the younger sister. Very much younger, much younger than my younger brother's, uh, one of his best friends. Um, so today we're talking to Natalie. And Natalie, I've already screwed this up, and this is kind of what I do. Um, what are we talking about today besides me putting my foot in my mouth? <laughs> we are talking about NSYNC's sophomore album, No Strings Attached. We are talking about mm-hmm. notions. Now, this was actually a wish list episode that I threw up on Facebook. I threw nine yeah. uh, nine albums up. It's one of Brandon's uh, wish list picks. This was a and wish you list. Jumped, one. You jumped all over it. You were like within within minutes. You were like, I want that one. That w- I'll do that one. And uh, we had talked about you being on the podcast before. And you were just like, yeah, I don't really know. But that one popped up, and you were just like, nope, that's the one I want to do. So, what's it about notions attached that just drew you in? Like, why did you want to do this this one with us? Um, well, it's just in sync, period. But okay. this album was like a big deal for them. It was kind of like a change because they had just uh, cut the proverbial strings from their manager, Lou Perlman. And it was a little bit edgier than okay. like their first one that was a lot of uh, ballads, a little more colorful than the last one. So, yeah, it's a Blood bit more colorful. Bit. There is some color on this one for sure. It's definitely out there. Uh, <laughs> they, they took some chances. I like it. But it that took, makes sense. Um they did take some things. <laughs> now, we did do NSYNC back in episode 15 in our first 12 Pods of Christmas episodes. Um, we did yep. uh, Home for the Holidays, which was the second album they put out with sure uh, with uh, old Perlman there. Um, with Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays on it, guys. If you haven't heard that song, uh, yep. it, it plays constantly. All the time. And the music video is still is still really, really bad. Yeah. It's, it, did, it did not age well. Right. Um, 
But the uh, NSYNC here did form by Chris Kirkpatrick in 95. They're from Orlando, just like uh, Backstreet Boys. We talked about them a couple weeks ago. Um, I didn't know this, and I actually found this out with Backstreet Boys too. But, oh, we lost her. She'll just keep coming back. So, Brandon, did you know that NSYNC actually originated as well in Germany? Oh, they did? Like, same with the Backstreet Boys? Yes, their first self-titled album was actually released in Germany first. Okay. And then later on again in, in uh, 97, it came out in the U.S. About six months later, they released it in the U.S. Okay. Interesting. I didn't know that. So they've been active from 95, from 95 to 2002, just a little over seven years. Okay. 2002. So, wow. Okay. As, uh, as we mentioned uh, in the previous episode, in episode 147 with... Uh, Kendra, yeah. the Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, like Natalie mentioned here, also had a legal battle um, with the chief sleazebag in charge, Lou Pearlman. Uh, Just a name like, that, with a name like Lou, you got yeah, Lou Lou Pearlman does seem like he is a used car salesman kind of dude. Yeah, and, the, the cigarette smoked, like plaid suit, yes, slick, slick that, back hair. Danny DeVito and Matilda. D- yes, 100%. But I'm thinking like, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. um, so Danny DeVito and Matilda is, is kind of my thing. Used car salesman, very, For very sure. greasy, in the corner, making money off all these young boys. Now, right. Pan claimed that he defrauded them over half of their profits. Yeah. Now, um, instead of what they originally agreed upon, that he was going to take one sixth. So he was going to be the sixth, the sixth member of NSYNC, basically. Uh, oh. There's five actual members. He was going to be number mm-hmm. six and then take his cut. He did the same seems thing reasonable. Yes, exactly. Same thing. Reasonable. He, yes. It, on paper. Perfect. 100%. He's their manager. You always yep. pay a cut to them anyway. Um, he's yeah. getting in the door. He's getting in, in the record labels, getting this stuff going on here. These guys were pretty broke when they did this whole thing. Anyway, that, Shit, they most of them were working at either Disney or Universal. Yeah, yeah, Not making a whole exactly. lot of money. Yeah, working the, the for fat one was still working, working at Universal working for the mouse. Yeah, right. Or well, for I mean, him, thinking about NBC. it, Timberlake, yeah. Timberlake, JC. I think all. I think or, all well, it was all in sync. Part of the the club, Mickey Mouse nope, Club. Nope, just Timberlake and JC. Um, okay, Bass, Fatone, and Kirkpatrick were all Universal. Got it. Okay, they they were in like um like the street bands at Universal and whatnot. So oh, that okay. was something that they did. Now, um, with with these guys, though, mm-hmm. they got through the first two albums. They realized they were getting screwed. Um, and the band got a new, basically got a, got a new label. They went to Jive Records and said, hey, we want to put out our second album with you, This our second actual album. They don't count the Christmas album. Well, right. No right, right. attached. Third album, technically. Um, and Jive was totally down. They were just like, yeah, let's yeah, go. Right. So when uh, when Jive took them over, yeah. Perlman and RCA Records sued and the counter sued and sink for $150 million. Yikes. Because they were taking the money in there. Yeah. They already actually had no shoes attached, was actually recorded and um and done. It was ready to go. Oh. And the band 
stopped production on it and said, we're not putting it out under RCA or in Perlman's, I think it's transcontinentalist Perlman's uh, label. They said, we're not putting it out. So it was actually held up for a whole year. So if you think about it, they were only active for seven years. Right. In that seven year time, they only toured five times. They only had five tours. Interesting. So with that going, this one was held back a year, which means they could have had maybe a, a fifth album. If right. they wanted to, I'm without sure having have. this one come out, if this one came out when it was supposed to. Yeah, um, if it came out and, when it was uh, supposed to, then maybe JT wouldn't have had an itch to leave and they would have had one more. Who knows? Maybe one more in him. I don't know. He was he know. was hitting his he was hitting his record there. He was but yeah. So they ended up settling with Jive Records. Um Jive Records ended up saying for it. And the band did kind of move on from Pearlman, but that dude is dirty. He did make a shit ton of money off both of those those boy bands though. And o- I think O Town too was actually one of his people. Got O Town. The whole Orlando like boy band scene, which is weird to say it is a sentence, um, <laughs> was like Perlman was like the 14th member of all of these things. I don't know how the hell he worked that out, but mm, yeah, he made a ton of money off of all those guys. Now, Natalie, you may know this already. I think they have four albums. But how many albums do you think they've sold? Oh Jesus, I have no idea. Okay, like collectively among all their albums. They've only got four, only four albums now. What was their fourth? I'm trying to remember. Uh, the one for this one. Oh, Celebrity. Right. Celebrity. Oh, yeah. It was the last one. This was technically their third. And they put out one in 02. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to say that Christmas hit real big. And I'm going to say this one hit real big. This but one I, did. Think, I think they bookended with really not good one, with not good. But the middle ones probably did real good. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I know gonna 220, two, 225 million. You went way too many. Natalie, you got an idea? Well, it's low, lower than 225, Natalie. Yeah. Lower no than idea. All right, they went seven, 70 million. <laughs> okay. Only set. I would say only 70 million, but still four albums, 70 million. That's like two albums for Adele because she puts them out, just cranks them out for some reason. But the funny thing is, um, Steve, you already knew I was going to go high. You're like, you're going to go high. I, was like, I, I said, you're going to go. You always, you always do. Either you I go really go high, high or really or low. Really it just low. depends on how you I think it all just it. depends on like the nostalgia factor for me on who they are and yeah. how I also feel about the album that we listen to. You know, and I actually found that I, I was surprised. These guys had eight Grammy nominations, but they didn't get any wins. They never really? won anything, any Grammys. I'm surprised by that. That was actually. surprising to me. They won a whole bunch of other awards, Billboard Awards, MTV Awards, all kinds of other stuff. I think Justin's hair won an award. Justin at some point won the, won the uh, superlative for most likely to wear an entire jean suit with your yeah. girlfriend. <laughs> with the perm. Yeah. Like oh it, yeah, with the perm at the time. With, with Frost, the perm, yeah. The frosted so, tips. Yeah, the frosted tips. So they didn't get any wins. They eight Grammy nominations. They did perform though at a Super Bowl, a World Series, and the Olympics. Do you and know which only, Super Bowl? I don't. Oh, Steve. I didn't look it. I up, mean, man. I don't. I didn't either. But I don't either. But I mean, I'm just. I'm not. I'm I should have. But I didn't. Um. Now, okay. no shoes attached. Released March twenty first, two thousand. We just mentioned. 22 years ago, almost to the day, within a couple of days of today's recording. Third album, it's 12 tracks, 47 minutes long. It's first album on Jive Records. This one actually has had a world record up until 2015. 15 years. It sold 2.4 million records in the first week. Oh, man. It was the fastest selling pop album of all, well, of the time for 15 years. Do you know what album actually uh, knocked it off its perch? Adele. Uh, yeah, Adele's twenty-five. Yeah, that makes sense. 
And I'm pretty sure the new one, uh, 30 might've beat that one recently. Um, Good. so they are actually, the band is actually credited as one of the more influential groups in this album specifically to cross over genres from straight pop to more of the R and B sound, mm. which is weird. Cause it's five white guys, um, <laughs> going more to like the R and B sound in this album. They definitely did try that a few times. Um, this one yeah. we said 70 million total this one sold 16 million copies wow this was right during the same time too as millennium for backstreet boys but also um itunes was starting to take off our good old buddies yeah. napster was, was oh, yeah. in its heyday so file sharing was crazy so if you want to think of how many times this one was file shared and they didn't get paid for those right. <laughs> it's probably it probably was way more than uh than that i think if spotify was around then people just just the amount of plays this thing would have got it's still played constantly on spotify um oh, i yeah. checked out it's it's well over it's i think it's it's over a hundred thousand a month or something it's still played every bachelorette party and every karaoke night and a lot of weddings for sure um, oh yeah definitely yeah well, uh and then, so, you know every time it's like it's gonna be may like every, right yeah, it's all, coming. all the time every time that's coming I know it. a couple weeks from today's episode, it's going to come out and that's, you're going to start seeing the memes pop up in the next week or so. Justin and his Perman frosty tips, man has to. And yeah. he hates that too. It's really funny. He hates that. I'm, sh- I'm it's, sure it's fantastic though. Well, it's his fault. So yeah, it's whatever. It was a billboard. Number one. It was the year end. Number one in 2000. And this is all billboard billboards. Uh, year end number th- 30th uh, in 2001. These are all okay. sales based. So 30th yeah. album the next year. Uh, decade end uh, was uh, from the 2000s was the number one selling album of the decade in 2000 to 2009. Wow. And this came out in 2000? It came out in March of 2000. Wow. So, I mean, that's so pretty, like, that's pretty good riding that wave pretty it's high. almost for the started decade. the decade off and just rode all the way. Rode that wave. That's good for them. Yeah. So they were they were it was the it was the top selling album of the decade. Um, which is something not something to shake your fist at there. Right. And then uh, before I get into the singles, um, it did actually feature uh, Lisa Left Eye Lopez on Space Cowboy. It's the only feature on the album. She's the only additional additional artist here. Yeah, I had to mention it, man. It's Left Eye. I, I well, right? I no, you got it. You got to get it. It have four singles: uh, Bye Bye Bye, I'll Never Stop, which I did not know was a single. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be me. Is the band's only number one hit on the hot 100 ever. really the only one it's been not, 12 weeks on the on the on the chart at, at number one not even on bye, not even bye 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 didn't hit number one four yep oh okay yeah it's gonna be me was the only song to ever hit number one for them any of their albums um and then the last single was this i promise you which is the wedding song for everybody yeah a lot of wedding songs there's a lot of that plays weddings constantly mm-hmm. even 22 years later so we got into all of our stuff um got through got through this this album i could have went for days on this one man there's so much stuff just talking about the the stuff between uh jive records and rca was more fun than anything else yeah. um and bash and perlman again this month right fantastic i got him i got him good with backstreet boys i got him again this time i love it yeah we so, uh Natalie, while you were gone, because the snow knocked—I was going to yeah. say knock, knocked you out, but no, <laughs> knocked your internet out. Uh, we described Lou Pearlman as the Danny DeVito of Matilda. 
Definitely. The yeah. used car Once he bleaches his hair. The used car yeah. salesman. Where's hat stuck? It bleaches. Yeah, exactly. Like he's bad just suit. Mm-hmm. And he kind of looked yeah. like him too. He was like a short little fat bald guy. So yeah. it kind of I just I still I I don't know what kind of the dude had to be a wizard of some sort to work whatever he worked, but it's just one of those things. So um Natalie, this is a this is a favorite album for you, a favorite band of you. You love NSYNC, so 1, it's hard to pick one. So do you have a favorite track on this album? That's the first question. I was hoping it was the last. So at the end, like I would have no, the, the last one's gonna be your gonna be your deep cut. So something that maybe gotta show off for everybody else. And I have to go first. You don't have to go first. I can make Brandon I can, go first. Yeah, can I cut can this go first. Yeah, I we, can't go first. Brandon, okay, what is like my favorite? Steve, let's favorite. go. You and me go first, and then she can have time to think. It's like ordering at a restaurant. Okay, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Brandon, what was your favorite? It's gonna be me. Uh, I think the reason that this is my favorite is because is because of this social media outbreak that this song brings, um, especially around this time. Always a favorite of JT with his bleach blonde curly hair saying it's going to be May. Uh, it's hilarious, but definitely represents how uh, the the how to to, to you know the, how they sang the lyrics of the song. But uh, as a track, you know, whatever, uh, there was a pretty solid beat going on with this one. I really liked that the bass was grooving um, or how it was going on with the track um, and the musical and lyrical lick of like every little thing and baby when you finally like how that there's like the da 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 dum like I really like how the music and the lyrics kind of all rode that together and it just really complemented each other. So that one for me, it's gonna be me is my favorite track. Steve, like what it. about what about you? Digital get down. Shut up. Really? Nope. <laughs> but I wanted to say to see both of your reactions. Yes, I got you. No, I um that would make me cringe. Um, but uh, no, my favorite was actually Bye Bye That's Bye. probably Lou Pearlman's favorite. Let's be honest. It was, yes, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It was, I don't know what's going on with that track. But yeah, um, I just picked it to mess with you guys. Um, and I actually sure. wrote that in my notes. I wanted to pick this to mess with you. So I was hoping to deliver it and see what happened. Um, yeah. No, mine was Bye Bye Bye. It was between that and it's going to be me. But Bye Bye Bye, I love the track. Um, the It, it kind of tells you what kind of album you're going to get right away. But it's funny because I made the mistake of listening to this album and I forgot um, how it kind of slowly builds in. And then all of a sudden, it's like going after you. Um, That song starts off super, super light. There's like nothing playing. And then all of a sudden, it's bye, bye. And I had my headphones up loud. I bought through my headphones across the room. Um, Scared the hell out of me. I was not paying. I knew it was coming, but still got me the first time. Um, The song itself is iconic to lead the album off with that one just kind of lets you know this is going to be a different album than what you're used to. Like you said, the first one, the the self-title there, Natalie, it's, it's was more ballad esque, was more boy band friendly to what they were used to at that point. And this was just like, Nope, going to be different guys. So I just love the feel of it. Um, between that one and it's going to be me where we're both top notch tracks that both have held up over the course of 22 years and it's one of those things. So For sure. um, that was mine was bye, 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 not digital get down. I didn't go there. Natalie. Now what's your favorite? So obviously like those have to be like in your top ones, but those are just the ones that like, I still listen to now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I don't want to pick one of those. I think my deep cut might be my favorite, but I'm going to rule that out since I'm saving it for later. 
So other than those two, it would have to be Space Cowboy. Interesting. All right. Why? Yes. It's a bop. Like, it's not like artistically very deep, you know? No, right. But it's a fun listen. And it's got left eye. And she kills it. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. comes it's in for that fun. 20 seconds and just goes after it. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun song. It made me miss her more than listening to that. Mm. Like, I've talked about her on the podcast a few times and how good she was. And, like, you just don't remember like how good she actually was. Right. And if she had been able to stick around longer, um, that. Just a solo stuff, career that she probably could have had? Oh, my gosh. The stuff that she could have put out would have been would have been amazing. Oh, I mean, she man. was already starting to put stuff out, but it just didn't come up. But right. if you ever, if you're interested in, in a little bit more story about her and you like podcasts, um, check out the Dis- Dis- Disgrace Land podcast on oh, Left yeah. Eye. Um, it's a music podcast about basically bad stuff that entertainers do. Yeah, and she's crazy. Like she was downright like burning houses down and like nuts. yeah, she threw shoes into the bathtub and it caught the house on fire. Yep. She burned oh, down Rod, uh, I think Rodney Pete's house. So an NFL player, but yeah, she she's she was certifiably crazy. Um, Great. and it wasn't surprising what all happened, but it's kind of I think she had a plane plane crash. I think is how it happened. I think that's but not, yeah. Eventually, something bad was going to happen to her because she was she was nuts, but still amazing talent. Yeah. Um, okay, so Brandon, we're playing a game, right? We are, guys. It's time for the word association name game. Bang. Here's the first one. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Uh, okay. If Woody and Buzz made a song. No space Cowboy. Space Cowboy. Oh, Space Cowboy. <laughs> Did you say digital get down, Steve? No, I said no strings attached. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that would make sense, too. Uh, no, Why? he's not a puppet. Right. He's not, well, right. Thinking yeah, no, Space thinking. Cowboy. It's definitely Space Cowboy. Nice job, okay. Natalie. All Thanks. Right. I was nervous. I thought it was going to be like when you watch a game show at home and you're like, I could do that. And then right. I get on here and I just freeze. Yeah. No, it's exactly. me sometimes. It's our, yeah. These ones are, this one's not, these ones aren't too hard. So, all right. Here's the next one. Not if you don't communicate. Not if you don't communicate. I thought oh, she good. knew. Natalie comes in again, two for two. Man, I'll, I I'll be good for she you. No. I thought she knew, guys, but uh, yeah, not if you don't communicate. So, uh, absolutely, that was a little tricky. All right, let's get into our least favorites. Now, I don't. I'm gonna assume. I don't know. I'm gonna. I don't want to assume that we all have the same, but I don't. Whatever. Uh, who who's gonna start? I mean, I might as well start. Rip the bandaid off, guys. Uh, Digital get down was was my least favorite. Um. Oh gosh, I just, I can't. <laughs> Uh, these, oh man, they were trying to be edgy. They were trying to be, they were trying to edge. They were trying to edge something. Uh, (laughs) Oh God, no, (laughs) I have to. This just turned into a different podcast. It did. Oh Uh, God, it got deep there. Yeah. Okay. So these guys are getting greasy with this one. Okay. All right. Uh, Phone sex thing. Oh, and of course I'm sure kids who, uh, I, I, I'll admit when I, when I got this album, 
I didn't try. I had an idea, but you never really know what this song is about and what it's meant. And like, your really poor causes, mom bought you this album, thought it was wholesome. Well, I didn't think it was wholesome, but your like, mom did. I, she sure did because I wasn't old enough to buy it with my own money. I didn't have my own money. Um, but I, I don't. I don't know. I really struggle with this one because I don't think, and may, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I don't think that this was a track that the. I'm just gonna say the guys. The guys would have done unless it was forced upon them to be a little bit more edgier. I don't know. Yeah. Like it's placed there. Like, like it's look placed how there as a, yeah. As like a, let's see how this works kind of a thing. You know, this is your sophomore album. We have a Christmas one out that is, you know, fine. And you know, whatever, Dumb. let's see once what happens. So, um, and, and two, at this point also, their fan base was also growing up with them. So, I mean, maybe they're like, well, we'll just kind of go along with that. I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah. I have no idea. But uh, that one for me, Digital Get Down, not my favorite. So definitely my least. Uh, Natalie, what about you? Yeah, that is not my least favorite, but you made it sound like it should be because you said we were all going to have the same one. So he, now he did go I there. feel like a creep. But like I was... I'm not going to say how old I was when this came out, but I was not <laughs> even close to high school. So I was like singing this. Yeah. Like not mine, yours. And like, right. I didn't get it. Right. I, oh, exactly. D- d- yeah. So like, get now down. Like, I, I don't understand. have any like weird things for it because I'm like, oh yeah, you know, it was never gross for me, but now I get it. I'm like, oh. that right. Exactly. Yeah. It was because at now that you've time, got like, kids the, and you're like, the, oh. inter- the internet was just starting yeah. to come out when this one was, when this came out, the internet was just starting to come around texting from your Virgin mobile phone where you only had snake and no internet. You know what I'm talking about? So like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, how did that get by without like, I don't know, like a gray parental advisory sticker? Cause like, this doesn't you know, even like have a PA maybe. sticker on it. Does it? That's what it's I'm saying. Like, no. no, it's, it's like the, it, it's, it's like, it's still riding the wave of like the, and I'll say this, the pre 9-11 period of time where everybody was pretty like the 90s were weird all the way straight through. There's some shit that happened in the 90s. You're just like, how they get that through? But yeah, like pre 9-11, really, the censors were, I mean, unless unless you were doing like gangster rap, they didn't give a shit. Really? Yeah, you could true. do and say about anything as long as you didn't say the big the, the big swear. She were fine. I mean, 12 play swear. by R. R. Kelly came out. So well, that's oh, that true. was in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, that I one, didn't that mean one's to get on there. No, you're good. It's it's conversation, so it's yeah. Yeah. Um, my least favorite, and I don't hate any of these. Uh-huh. In case Justin's listening. Okay. Oh, yes. but what what would be your most? Let's let, let's rephrase the question. What would be your most skippable track then? Yeah. Well, perfect. That's a good way to say it. So it's bring into noise. Okay. okay. And it's not because it's awful, but it's like. It's a jock jam. Like it'll get you pumped yes. at a stadium, but I don't want to listen to it unless I'm car dancing too hard, like harder than you should be dancing in a car. Yeah. So I would You're skip really this ready one. to go for it. Like it's not an everyday, it's not an everyday track. Yeah. Like I would skip this one unless I'm like at a sporting event. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. I see really, that. They start playing that. That makes sense. Steve, it what about sense. you, man? Mine was between two of them. 
dig- digital get down and space cowboy actually <gasps> i know the audacity so space cowboy got funny because steve and i were texting about this song digital get is down. that why you said so many nice things about left eye because you were building yourself up as like an apology yeah like listen i love you but that right uh, yeah yeah no i i digital digital get down was an easy one for me like I, it was it's so bad yeah and but space cowboy got me with the <laughs> the weird hype men thing they were trying to do like I don't know if it was Lance or Joey back there trying to like hype up left eye as she's going. It was weird, but the yippee eye kaiyes that this the constant. <laughs> it was the the beat to the song, like you said, is a bop. It's good. It's great, but lyrically, holy crap, that they phone that one in. Well, like, yeah, I said it wasn't artistically. No, deep. not at all. No. It's it's just it was, and that's it's the most skippable for me because I don't listen to digital, digital get down. It's just, a, that's a complete, like, no, oh, that's, that's off the list. Right. But to your point though, with a lot of these and especially the noise is I feel like they were trying to set themselves apart from the other boy bands in the, in the industry at the time. Definitely. Backstreet yeah. Boys. They were, was, really, they were really trying to veer away from Backstreet Boys who for the most part were more ballady. They were ballady and like Wholesome. family, family friendly. Even yeah, though they weren't because it was still Nick Carter and, and everybody else. But yeah, they were they were terrifying. they were definitely sold as family friendly. I mean, hell, the last song on their album on Millennium was all about mama. Mm-hmm. But mm. they just they did their thing. I think like with these guys, with Jive, especially, they were just like, we got you got to be different. You got to find something to differentiate yourself. You have Justin, which is going to make you different already. Yeah, but you need something else like you need to change it up and to give them credit they actually i mean they did take a bunch of risks it just mm-hmm. the 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 whole repetitiveness of the space cowboy just just did it, it wore on me really fast so yeah. but that was you my know who did love it who clint eastwood he did yeah then he's in the movie space cowboys and it's on the soundtrack oh it is oh my gosh you're is right really? so you go oh ahead and gosh, tell I clint forgot. eastwood that he's wrong I will not, because that's my like. Get a whole like, my, get off my lawn. I want to yeah. grow up to be Clint Eastwood at some point, so I can get a rocking chair and a PBR on the on the porch and just hang out. There you go. That's my like. That's your, my retirement is to be on the porch yelling at somebody, drinking a beer. All right, sounds, I'm just saying those two votes for I'm, Space Cowboy and I messed up Clint. All right, damn yeah. it. Sorry, Clint. Because we yeah, know that he's. I've been, he's been shitting over everybody today. It's he terrible. might. He might listen. We've got like a whole one percent in California. If that's where he lives. <laughs> hey. I don't know. All right, let's go, Clint. Yeah. yeah. Somebody show oh, Clint man. how to use podcasts. Um, right. Exactly. Um, he's getting up there. Yep. So, so Steve, Brandon, we got our second game, right? We do, guys. It's time for Shatner's Poetry Slam. I'm counting on Natalie for this one too. She's going. I don't save know what me. this is. He's going to read lyrics. I'm going to read lyrics of two other songs. Outside of our last game, I'm just going to read them in a monotone. I'm not going to sing. I'm just going to read them kind of like William Shatner, you know, um, Christopher Walken kind of thing. So Christopher Walken, I love that. Did I have to tell you what song it is? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'll I know. Start, I'll start with the easy one. All right. Here's the easy one. You just hit me with the truth. Now, girl, you're more. Bye, than... bye, bye. Yep. See. Am I supposed to wait till you're done? No. no absolutely not. Oh. No. Feel unless free it's to... funny. Unless it's unless it's funny, and just let him go, because then yeah. that's that's more fun for me. Exactly. Okay. All right. Next one. Call me a hater if you want to. 
but I only hate on makes him. Makes me ill. Wow. Nailed See, you were, it. you were worried about this. You just nailed it. Look at that. I call you a hater all the time. Life for this. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely. You, were, you, were, you were ready for this. You were just like yeah. sitting ready Sounds to go like out. a fun name, that tune, but hard. It is. Yeah, absolutely. So My heart is breaking. Let's talk. <laughs> let's, my Apple uh, Watch is like, are you okay? Are you okay? Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Um, so let's get into our deep cut dark horse tracks. Steve, you start yep. us off, man. All right, man. I went with I thought she knew. <gasps> Thank God. Ooh, Ooh okay. I thought you were gonna make me mad the whole time. Okay. Oh uh, no. <laughs> No, I that make me mad the whole time. That's, I'm really good at that, <laughs> by the way. But no, yeah. Um, go uh, listen to Luke Bryan or Greta Van Fleet. So Brandon and I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right. I'm pretty sure Natalie knows this. Brandon, you may not. Did you know the original idea for NSYNC was to be a straight acapella group? I mean, I can see that. I don't think I knew that, but I that makes sense. So Kirkpatrick had this whole plan just for them to be a straight up acapella group because yeah. they were poor and they couldn't afford music. Yeah. So they were all working for either the mouse or universal trying right. to make ends meet down in Florida. They were at least in Florida. So they're warm, right? But they who decided the what we're going to do. Who is the beatboxer or, or were they going to, going to go barbershop quartet? They were just going to go barbershop. It was man. like just, barbershop. Oh, yeah, got it. All okay. five. Just well, go after it. Quintet. Cause it's, there's five. So let me get it right. I actually do. I love how they ended the album with this. And it was, uh, Hey, you just got this whole crazy mixed album with all these wonderful sounds you haven't heard from us ever before mm-hmm. now we're gonna strip it all back away we're still these five dudes who can sing yeah let's see what you got um and i i love that because it shows that they actually do have some you know really really good talent here and kirkpatrick just nails it that dude's got a voice on him that you don't see very often because he's not featured very often yeah but yeah. um the song itself is is beautiful and leaves you kind of wanting more even if it means you have to listen to Joy Fatone. Um, that oh, was, see, there we go. Uh-oh. There's the face. I was waiting for it. I had the okay, joke ready and I knew three. I was going to get Strike shit. Three. I, oh, hey, man. you know what? I, it's like two and a half. I get at least a half of one for that one because I was good up to that no. point. Okay, well, saying that I was older than Noah's one and a half. Okay, you're right. That's you're right. <laughs> I, I'll take it. I'll, I'll definitely take that. That's okay. <sighs> shit. Um, Natalie, you go next. What is your What is your deep cut? It's I thought she knew. Yeah. Which was what I thought was going to redeem you, but. It did for a minute. And then I screwed up because I messed up the tone. At least I didn't call him Joey Fat One. <laughs> <laughs> so Early, looks off camera. Here, the Steve, roll, the Steve, eye rolls are not audible, will, but damn. Steve, I will come down with you and just say, oh, you mean the guy who was the voice for Family Feud for like five years? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. He's on like the other game shows right now too. He's still popular. He's the voice. He's the voice of them because nobody wants to see his face. <laughs> <laughs> you got a strike. You you got a strike. Now it's that. That I'm wouldn't just, come from you me. You guys made me mad when we're talking about what I said would have been my favorite song. Go for it. You go. Okay. No, you get after no, okay. it. Okay, we're done. Know. We're done talking. We're done. All right. It's got the harmonies are mm-hmm. like you said. Like it's stripped down. Like you can actually hear them sing because most of this album was like heavily auto-tuned on purpose right yes and acapella like i don't know if you can say this on this i don't know what kind of podcast this is no go ahead go you can say whatever you want you can say whatever you want dudes that sing and then acapella just makes your pants fall off like it is so (laughs) good you're not wrong (laughs) Mm -mm. 
And like, yeah, it's just pure. It's yeah. ridiculous. And even like the lyrics and it's the theme of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's, it's, it's very heartfelt. Like it's yeah. just, a, it's such a 180 from the entire rest of the album. Like, like you get this whole, like you said, overly produced album, which was yeah, done for a reason. Mm-hmm. And then to come out with that is just, it's almost like after the credits roll, then like this is like the hidden thing, you know, if you stay yeah, in the theater. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's a it's a it's a hidden, it's a favorite track. It's like deep like they let it play for 10 minutes and you're just like, we got something else for you. Like, right. Yeah. What you got. Well, but, and like and like a lot of this album too, you know, they took risks. And this was another one of those tracks where, you know, you you take that risk. Yeah, they they knew that they could do it because you know that they knew that they can. The talent's there, yeah. The the talent is there, but I mean, for somebody who's used to the the auto tune, the band, the music, the beats behind them coming out and being literally vulnerable with just your voices, it's it's yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. That was not my deep cut. What's your deep cut? Oh gosh, that scares me. What scares you? Because what my other least favorite song is a deep cut option for people. Mm. Do we should should we tackle this before I go into my deep cut? No, I want you to tell first. Well, Natalie, it was your least favorite. I picked "Bring Into Noise" as my deep cut. Ooh, if looks could kill right now, I love it. I did. So the this was one of the tracks that I was always a fan of, primarily because it wasn't it wasn't one of those tracks where like you had to be deep in this album to find it. Um, it wasn't just like there because, you know, a lot of these singles were toward the top. This one was closer to the back half um, of this album. Um, and I, it's really a beat and was one of the songs that I would always put. <laughs> Gosh, this is going to make me sound old. Uh, <laughs> That I would I'm the oldest one here, record, so can't make it sound too old. That I would Are you sure? put on my I like, am put sure. on a put on a mix CD. Um, and that would like I would jam to in my car that would be like, you know, two thousands mix or whatever dumb. You would burn this and then play it in your like your road trip mix. Absolutely, hundred percent. Along with, you know, like everybody from Backstreet Boys and you know, some other other ones. I don't know. Like genie in a bottle, probably because you know that was a thing O-town. back then. O Town, because I want it all or cool. nothing at all, man. Yeah, um, O Town's good. O Town's so good. That was my jam every time I had a breakup. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, this was something. But like you said, Natalie, this was this is a hype track for sporting events, and this one was always one where if I was like pretending to be cool and like playing basketball outside. I would, you know, turn this on and listen to it and kind of like hype me up or, you know, all that sort of stuff. So for me, that one was always a fun one and one that I don't think people would really, you know, think about as being an in-sync song unless they actually listened to this album and, and knew it. So that one for me was was my deep cut. So let's go back around of, of, of this, Natalie. You said you had another song that you were talking about and wanted to talk about. Let's talk I didn't want. I just. I was just hoping it wasn't your deep cut. Okay. Which one? Wait, what is it? This I promise you. Okay. Good. And, and you don't. You said that's your second least favorite. It's not. I just don't think it's as good as people say it is. 
like yeah as like it's like built up to be it's cheesy yeah and it's not even like their best ballad not even just on this album like ever um and it's written by babyface nope richard marks oh yeah and so it should just should be better if it's coming from like a that's true balladeer yeah it should be i i agree with you that one that one was a it's not bad like it's fine and i loved it back when this first came out everybody did yeah it could it could have been a lot better if they would have done something just some different with it yeah if if they would have kept the the intensity that's at the chorus throughout the entire thing i think it could have been yeah 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 i agree no i agree that's that's good that's good so let's kind of start wrapping a bow on this one you know make it all you know come to a conclusion of this one guys so uh, let's go talk about our final thoughts of the album overall give it a rating from one to ten um who wants to start i will i already i already got three strikes might as well go for a fourth don't i'm not gonna (laughs) shit on it um i don't i don't think though so let me let me see the good stuff first okay Justin Timberlake and the other guys are icons. This is a band. Um, I mentioned this with Backstreet Boys, how uh, the Backstreet Boys were a band of guys. It wasn't like one more than the other. Sync was, and at the very end was, Justin Timberlake and four other dudes. Um, you know, they just were. They, they, that dude hit the spot. Everybody got it. He went flying, which is why they haven't reunited because don't, he don't have to. He doesn't need these guys. Before um, you continue, though, I just want to say my train of thought. Did you have you seen? Maybe not. Uh, Lance and Joey are hanging out with the NSYNC boys or the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, the Backstreet they're, boys. and they're trying. They're, they're trying they're, to put. They're a, trying. Huh? They call it Backsync. Backsync. Yep. Yeah, they've been trying to get to get the other guys involved in trying to get a reunion tour going for like a even i actually even heard stories of them trying to do a vegas residency for like like three months do you know how much money i would pay to see that oh do you know how much money they would make the first when the backstreet boys came back in 2019 they raked yeah like just you know and justin wouldn't justin wouldn't even have to show up no he wouldn't and he's my favorite i I think if he he came in he wouldn't though he wouldn't if no, they did a Vegas residency, won't. if they did a Vegas residency where he was still near, he was still near LA. It's, it's like a, it's a, even a car ride. It's only two hours, but f- flights are like 45 minutes. He flew in. He did three shows a week with them. They could charge. Mm-hmm. They could, cu- they could print money. People would just go and it would be, I, and you know what? I think though, in a, depending on how things roll out, Maybe 25 years, they'll do it. So you got three years, maybe they'll get something together. They Even just doing one or two shows, they would kill. It would it would sell out in a heartbeat. Wouldn't we matter? I, I would um, be curious what the ticket the ticket price would be for that. The resale value on those would be nuts right? if you got them. But the, the band itself left an impact on the world and pop culture that's still being felt 30 years later. And they were only, I mean in the actual public eye as a group for seven years for seven years starting in 95 and we're still talking about them 27 years later as and like we said before in about a week it's gonna be may 
And everybody's going to have that meme up. It just is going to be. For the next 20 years, you're going to see that meme. It just is. You're going to see yeah. Justin Timberlake as a baby with his, curly, with, his, with his blonde curls going for it. Now, this album is their diamond. It is, it is the jewel, the crowning jewel of this band. It's, you think, NSYNC, that everybody always thinks of this album because um, of the hits that are on it. Personally, for me, besides all about four songs, I don't think it holds up. I think the overproducing of it kills me. The, the overproduction, and I know it's intentional, but it kills me. I, I loved, and, and this era of boy bands is what kills me on that, though, because they weren't the only ones that overproduced and used auto-tune and everything else to kind of sell these clean-cut white dudes trying to be boys to men. Um, <laughs> it got me. It just, it, it, looking back at it now 20 years later, I'm like, all of y'all were just trying to be boys to men from the early 90s. It's all you were doing. You're just the white guys doing it. You're safer. That's what it is. But I look at the boy band of our current day, and actually is a band and BTS is, is who I'm looking at. And if NSYNC was to be like BTS where those guys came out and played instruments, they did it. They actually, instead of danced and did their thing, it'd be different. I think I just, I, the overproduction got me album itself. Isn't bad. Nostalgia only gets you so far though. I went with a six out of 10. I know I'm sorry, but I can't, I can't hold back the singles all hit really hard there's a couple tracks that are diamonds in the rough in here but the rest of it is just auto-tuned overproduced garbage really for me i did not like it but i was also not a boy band fan remember i this is high school for me so i was i was uh 15 16 when this came out so yeah i know i got a fourth strike i understand you guys can't see natalie's face but i can feel it on my end yeah, I can feel, and that's why I keep responding. You to know, her and face this is an audio. Look, this is an audio okay. podcast. An audio platform, mute, and I the, feel mute, that she muted herself. I can just say that she muted herself and started like swearing, throwing, her, you know, oh, throwing her did. phone there's, everywhere. There's yeah. shoes flying. No. It's just it, things are yeah. dying here. So okay, so should I go and Natalie wrap us up? I think I think we should let Natalie wrap us up because she's going to be the most loving. She will. Okay, so I'll go. All right, here we go. The album is very nostalgic for me. Um, the a lot of this, I'd say like 80% of this album, I, I recognized and enjoyed and can sing along to. There were some albums or some songs that I, I totally forgot about. I totally forgot that I had zero clue that they were songs, let alone in sync songs. Um, but again, I, you know, I, I say this a lot about albums that are around this time. It's very top heavy with the popular stuff and it, there's it lacks a little in the back. Um, but again, like I said, it's fairly common, um, when you're trying to, to sell actual records, um, this one is, you know, tenfold better than their Christmas album, in my opinion. Um, and I, I, they're good, but again, I'm with Steve it's Justin and the boys. It's not, you know, insert group name. Cause when, when, when you think of in sync, like my first thought is, is Justin <clears throat> is Justin's face. Whereas for backstreet boys, you kind of get a mix of all of them. I kind of want them to, to come back together for a reunion tour. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be nostalgic for, uh, for, for people my age, 
you know, uh, early to have mid, money now. Mid have your own money now. Yeah, early to mid thirties who have money and who can who would go and actually buy merch instead of just like fangirl the whole time. Well, they um, do that too. I mean, yeah, I, I would absolutely, I would absolutely do this. And honestly, I would probably scream at the top of my lungs, "Digital Get Down!" If they played that song live, and I was at the concert, I'm not gonna lie. Um, anyway. <laughs> I uh I'm they wouldn't give, play that song. There's yeah, no way. I, absolutely not. I am gonna give this one a little bit better of a score than Steve. Uh I'm gonna give this one a seven out of ten. All right. Natalie. The floor okay, the floor is, is yours. yours. We're gonna stop talking now and you can you can redeem redeem the boys. A lot of it is too like the nostalgia, and it's hard for me because I was younger when this mm-hmm. came out. And so maybe something a little more on the cheesy side appealed to me more at that age. And now like nostalgia just like loves it. Right. And when uh, we first started talking about doing this, I, of course, like re-listened to the album a million times, you know, and there's bridge traffic on my way home Mm. right now. So it adds like 20 minutes to our drive. My kids hate me. They do not like this album. If you had them on this podcast, They'd be Team Steve. Love They're it. Really unhappy, but I think that's my fault, not the guys. Um, Is it because you're like so into it, and you got every word down? You're just going for it. Yeah, like it's really just car karaoke for 40 minutes every day, and they don't. Not great. I love it. Uh, so I think the rating I'm going to give them, it's down from where like I hope it would be. But I'm giving them probably one extra point of like extra love for nostalgia. So I'm giving them an eight, not them. I'm giving the album an eight. Justin, I'm so sorry. Justin, you got no, an it's eight. Re- it's reasonable. It's it's good though. It's that makes sense. And it, and the it, thing is, and I will it, say, I, I will say too, you're you are not like some of our guests who are like, oh, I love this album. It's a it's 10, ten out of ten. And it's like, but is it really? No, there's quite a few songs that like I don't love yeah mm-hmm. but the good ones are so good oh, well, yeah, and especially look, and especially looking at it in a different lens at a different age that we all are you definitely know, it, th- things hit a little different that's i mean that's why we had a discussion on digital get down like that one hits a little <laughs> a little <laughs> different yeah a little differently this time around that's what that means yeah yeah exactly now you're now we're all parents we're oh. just like yeah, what? exactly. Now I'm like, wow, I would never let my kid listen to this. No. I mean, yeah. I'd probably let him listen to some of this stuff, but not, not I don't know. Not, not that. Not yeah, that. Not that. No. I mean, I Luckily guess my now, kids did listen to it, huh? Never mind. <laughs> eh, they're young enough. They, they yeah, still they don't understand. Again, they were, I'm yeah. singing, so they are not listening. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's, that's sad. Mine are the same way. Yeah. Mine tell me to listen to, too, and I'm just like, that's not. I told my wife, I'm like, that's not good stuff. We should be listening to that. Like, what is this? And yeah, yeah. mine currently just listen to. Uh, we don't talk about Bruno. That's all. We oh yeah, Lit- literally all we listen to. Yeah, they sang it at karaoke last week. Oh, not God. my kids, but like people sing it at karaoke. Last really? Week. Yeah. It's oh, playing on the radio now. Like it's been playing on the radio. Yeah, it's on the top forty Sirius XM station. I'm here for it. I'm okay with it. I don't listen. I my kids don't listen to it incessantly, so I'm I'm okay with it so far. Yeah. Um. They my I have mostly boys though, so my my older ones are just like want to listen to gangster rap and stuff that's terrible. 
Right. I try to get them unlike better rap music, and they're just like, that's too old. I lose that fight, but there's some solid rap on No Strings Attached. Yes, yeah. there is a couple, couple of verses there. A couple of bars have been dropped. Um, right. But yeah, I, I agree. Nostalgia, for some of these ones that are like in the in the 20 years ago, you're just like, huh. And then some of these albums you listen to and you're just like, how the hell did that get through? But we're also looking at it now after everything we've gone through in the last 20 years. Right. And you're like, ooh. We have <laughs> that sort of censorship visor blinders on a little bit with everything and we just say the, the 90s were hell of a time like holy crap mm-hmm. like the stuff that they got through even on tv in the 90s that they could say and you're like how did that work right that's not something that you should be able to do um but they did it they did so, it but I, I i appreciate that you coming on for this one it, like i said it was one of brandon's wish list albums to do it was i had listened to it in probably 15 years yeah. uh, all the way through at least i mean i've heard the big tracks but i haven't listened to the whole album all the way through in 15 years yeah. so it was fun it was definitely a walk back and figuring things out. So I appreciate you coming on. Um, Steve, you want to know a fun fact? What's that? If you go to my Facebook page and you go to my very first profile picture ever, oh it's me doing like a, cause you know, I have a double chin going on. So I took, yeah, yeah. A, I took a selfie up here, you know, like facing up yeah. over my shoulder. Yeah. You over my shoulder. If you look on the counter, the record is the album is the album for this one. It's literally the CD, the Bullseye CD. <laughs> That's yeah. incredible. I'm gonna find it, and I'll probably. Uh, it has to be close to the podcast page. It will be. I know that you had a strike for something, but I'm taking it away. Oh, you good. Have, yeah. Look at you. Clean slate. Yeah. Look, Look at, at you, man. I didn't get Look any strikes that. back. It's okay. I'm no. okay. No, with I'm gonna have I, to I've... come back for you to round two. I guess there we'll figure something out. Give we'll come me, back and me... do celebrity, or maybe we'll go and do a different artist completely. Yeah, we're, we're you give me whatever. something else. Give me something else to go after. I mean, um, great. Yeah, line them up. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's like a 50-50 shot with me. You never really know what you're going to get. Sometimes, like, it's I surprise Brandon with some of the things I really like and the stuff that I hate. It's just like, yeah. But, you know, in July, we are doing, we're doing what we call hate month. So if you have an artist that you absolutely freaking despise and you want to yeah. just go off for We're, we're really minutes, trying to get guests I haven't told you yet, Steve, but I'm saying it now. It's on wax. I would yeah. love to get entire, like the entire hate month in July. Every single episode be a guest. I would love that. Just like it'd if you've got, if it'd you've be got hard, a, but it'd be fun. If you've got an artist that you just cannot stand, even if it's a Christmas artist, we still have a Christmas album to fill. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing Christmas in July too. We're doing three podcasts well, in that week, but <laughs> but it's hate month. Be also Christmas. Month. I know, but I'm afraid of the way that you guys were talking about Insane's holiday album that I don't want to go back and listen to that episode. We don't, tr- we don't trash it. We, mo- we don't we trash most- it. We mostly trash about Lou Pearlman and his influence on it. I make oh, okay, fun of them cool. for that video because that video is so cheesy. Like that with the Gary Coleman thing, it's yeah. so incredibly cheesy. Or like, find I, me under I make the fun of that video. Find me under the Christmas tree. It's like I don't want to find anybody under the Christmas tree. Just <laughs> and then stop. I had to listen. I had, we listened did that album, and then we went to my family went to Universal like the next week oh, after yeah. that. You and texted they, me, and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" Because NBC Universal owns song. that album, and they yeah. play that song like every fifth song during their Christmas season. They play. They play. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and you hear it all the time. And you're just like, oh my god! Like, I why? wish I was on that one. I could have worn my instant Christmas sweater. Oh, but if you've got one that you hate, let us know. If you've got one that you want to do that you think will be fun, that we'll have you know good feedback on, I we're open yeah. to yeah. it. Yeah, 
I would love to do a hate one because this is one that like I love, right? So I should yeah. come back with a hate and we can come back with a hate. My, just my, give us hate my hate, I'll just tell you right now, one of mine is uh, Elvis Presley. Now Elvis. Yeah, we're doing Blue Christmas. So and my hate one for uh for Christmas is pentatonics. Yeah. I hate the Christmas not, stuff. Steve is not a fan. I hate their Christmas stuff. Pre-strike. Pre-strike. It's okay. It's pre-strike. <laughs> Give me. But I, I absolutely despise anything they do Christmas stuff because they just it wears. Mary, I did you band. know? I mean, right? They lost me at Hallelujah. See, but a lot it's of it's not a Christmas song, Natalie. It's about doing it. That song is not for Christmas. It's not even for Easter. It's all about doing Christmas it. Christmas got here. A baby. You know how they're made, Steve? Not, not that story. Hallelujah. <laughs> I was gonna... <laughs> we read it's the wrong miracle. Bible. We, we read different Bibles. We're fighting, wait, we have to on. save this. We're fighting already. Never mind. I love it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm just going to rage text you. I'm not even going to. I'm not even going yeah, to go for it. Let's go. I, I can't wait now. Uh, this is going to be great. <laughs> I'm so excited. Can you just put that rage text in our group message so that I can see it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to get, I'm going to get a howler, whole Harry Potter style. She's just going to be screaming at me. That would be incredible. That's pretty That accurate. would be fun. Now, every time I rage text, I'm going to put a gif of that. <laughs> there you go. Not Ronald Weasley. Son of a bitch. What happened? <laughs> uh, oh, oh, damn it. Man. It's just going to pop up with that. I'm going, nope, not opening that. That's not right. happening. <laughs> what nothing to do with whatever she just texted. Proceed I with caution. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's funny. yes. I love it. Well, Natalie, thank you so much for being on and giving me much <laughs> shit. I, I really do appreciate that. Uh, as much as you know, it, it it always is nice to come out with somebody that actually will come after me a little bit because Brandon does very often, but it doesn't work as well. Um, I know. It doesn't make me. It doesn't make me like go. It's because oh. I instigate it, and so it's yeah. hard for me to instigate and then continue to attack it. Do the follow up. Yeah. yeah. I got you. And yeah. I, I will say that your facial expressions while I was talking were giving me like like cringe. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, damn it. Yeah. I, I got this makes me going, really. Re- this really makes me regret telling you that this is an audio only podcast. This one. Yeah. Is, this <laughs> Sorry, one I'm is, not, but eventually I won't oh, post man. the video, but yeah. yeah, no, we won't do that. But um, I, I love it. Thank you so much for being on. Uh, we look forward to having you back at some point here. Um, and I will make sure I give your brother all kinds of shit. Your older brother, much older brother, um, all kinds of shit for for being being basically himself. Uh, I can't yeah. wait for that. Um, but Brandon, do you have anything else for our fans or? Yeah, guys, just find us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. That's where you find yep. us. Uh, you can also email us because uh, right now we don't get any emails. Right now, we've got a, Dude, a, a, a spammer emailing us, Steve. Did you know that? Nice. Yeah, someone's trying to sell us Norton antivirus nice. uh, to our podcast email, so that's fun. Uh, yeah, and I've only clicked the link once. I'm just kidding. I haven't done that. Um, but, guys, send us an email at ultimacoatspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to be a part of this thing, uh, just let us know. Message us. Hit us up in the messages. Send us an email. Send us a DM, whatever. Uh, just let us know because um, we can only reach out to so many people. Um, and we don't know if you want to be a part of it. So just let us know. Um, yeah, let us know what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I think that's it. Follow Steve on TikTok. Ask Steve Madol. Follow me on TikTok at Brandon.Alberta. We always do some fun stuff and uh, make each other laugh. So and make everybody laugh, too. So, yeah, it's fun. it is what it is. So, guys, this has been the Friday episode. We talked about sync's No Strings Attached. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we all have. Uh, and we hope you enjoyed the conversation and the banter. 
Uh, this has been fun. So, guys, uh, as always, I'm Brandon. And I'm Steve. And we'll see you later. Notes, but goats. Notes, but goats. Notes, but goats.